0: This is an MVP podcast, My Village Productions. sipping tea a show where we explore the random thoughts that pop up at the most inconvenient of times i'm your host andy
1: and i'm Mita. forgot my name
0: (laughs) (laughs) and i am a person and i
1: am myself and you are you all right (laughs) that's good
0: oh so this here episode this one was inspired by an episode that we've done in the past a
1: a past a past hit if you will if you can remember this far back yeah um 10 steps too far (laughs) i read that post it really slow 10 steps too far if you remember that episode we're doing it again
0: yes we are discussing um holiday murders and i mean that's a kind of a weird term for it but it's just uh Murders that have happened around the holidays.
1: Right. It's, it's the it's the random thought we had last time was, have people popped off on Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. This one is people popped off for Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa.
0: Yeah. And the... Uh,
1: Krampus knocked.
0: <laughs> Krampus knocked. <laughs> what a fun, delightful episode that was.
1: People do pop off for Krampus. <laughs> they do, literally. Yeah, they drag you to hell.
0: They do. They chase <laughs> children around and beat them with sticks. Right. Such a great time. But... <laughs> dark holidays man dark holidays so yeah this i i have another one for us now this one not necessarily is um holiday fueled or holiday Mm. stress fueled
1: so it's not the stress is this what holiday is this one for is it like Christmas. christmas okay so this isn't a um a uh, uh, Christmas party gone awry type of thing. It just no. happened
0: during the season. There were quite a few of those where <laughs> um, people have, uh, there was one, it was Santa came into a Christmas party at a family's house, just guns blazing, flamethrower and all. America? Yeah. Yeah. America! Um, and <laughs> I didn't like it.
1: No, that's dark. Like, <laughs> I- <laughs> We're, we're like so santa comes in it's christmas morning there's gifts and toys and he's got a flamethrower we like don't a need to go homemade
0: flamethrower wow that's america yeah yeah we don't it need to, was, that's
1: that's a little dark
0: i was reading that and then obviously you have um things like john benet ramsey which happened that on christmas holiday, day yeah a lot of people have already talked about that um still need justice for that little girl
1: absolutely um, and that's local news for us yeah yeah
0: but I didn't want to focus on that because no. it was
1: it's a known. Yeah. Very well.
0: known. Everybody knows John Benet Ramsey. Um, Unfortunately. Yeah. So what I went ahead and sh- uh, source credit goes to Dayton Daily News. I just want to shout them out because a lot Dayton, of my Ohio. information came from If you've from ever Dayton. partied
1: in Ohio. Yeah. You, you know what's happening. Now, I've had some good times <laughs> in Ohio and I've had some <laughs> bad times in Ohio, but I do. I love the state of Ohio. It's yeah. a fun place. Beautiful.
0: So these these are the notorious Christmas killings of
1: 1992. The notorious Christmas killings of 1992. Now, I, at
0: mm-hmm. this time,
1: Christmas Christmas 92, <laughs> I'm like getting my skates together. I'm doing and laundry. Cooking,
0: cooking Christmas dinner. I wish. Yes. <laughs> I
1: wish. I was like, what, five? Yeah. <laughs> but I was counting to 100. I had taught myself how to whistle. I was washing my own clothes. My brother was paying me in candy to clean his room because he was like, a young teenager who like Mm -hmm. (laughs) used his little sister Mm -hmm. for slave labor. Um, I was uh, Christmas 92. I was probably looking forward to like the, the Barbie minivan. If I was fortunate, maybe some, Oh, I loved nail polish. I started polishing my nails, like little kid nail polish. That was fun. You were just like fresh. I was one year old. (laughs) You were like fresh, fresh, almost two going on two. So you were entering your terrible twos. Yeah. This must've been a terrible Christmas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh so the events that we are about to um describe yeah. one it is going to be this is a heavy subject disclaimer so
1: yeah trigger warning
0: viewer discretion is advised listener, listener discretion is advised is
1: that what you have to say
0: we didn't say that last episode but i did put it in the cliff notes yes i saw it so it, it just can be graphic if you are triggered easily just be mindful you know your limits We are talking about people that were unfortunately taken from this earth too soon.
1: Mere dare. Absolutely. So, So. uh,
0: from December 24th to the 26th in 1992, four young people embarked on a shooting Mm. rampage that left six people dead, two others injured. And these are the Christmas killings.
1: All right, let's do it.
0: Um, it was said by the sheriff's department that this group, They were like a shark. Once they tasted blood, Mm. they lost all control. So um, just really quick for people who don't know the difference. So this is what is considered a killing spree. Yes. Um, It's not a serial killer. Um, Killing sprees typically happen in short periods of time. Mm -hmm. And it's literally to just no no avail. Like they just they are out for blood. Mm -hmm. They want to kill anything and everything that upsets them or that crosses their path. Right. There's no rhyme or reason to why they do it.
1: It's random. It's <clears throat> quick. It's, uh, there's no uh, planning, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, classic serial killers, especially American ser- serial killers, they'll usually think about what, they'll fantasize about these things mm-hmm. for years in a lot of cases yeah. before they actually act. And then once they act on it, if it's not accidental, then they realize why they like it and then they continue. Yeah. And then that's when it becomes a serial problem because they keep doing it over and over yeah. again. Spree, it's like immediate it's out of nowhere typically the people who do this you think of like your uh workplace shooters yeah you think of uh going postal that kind of thing um it's similar but not exactly the same it's just it's random it's quick it's uh they don't plan their victims they don't plan where they're doing it they just go yeah and that's uh quintessential american Mm -hmm. first of all that's classic american murder because i'm just gonna hop in my car and go kill people i don't know and have no one never met that's that's american so this is this is us
0: Yeah. (laughs) So we're going to um, start off by naming the four convicted murderers. Okay. Before we jump into the story, we have Marvelous Keen, 19 at the time, who was later executed in 2009.
1: Oh, because they were tried as an adult. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Okay.
0: Heather Nicole Matthews, 20. Mm -hmm. Criminal history as well. Mm hmm. Demarcus Marie Smith, 19. He was uh, Heather Matthews' boyfriend. Okay. And then we have Laura Taylor, 16, mm. who is Marvelous Keen's girlfriend.
1: So he was 19, she was 16. Mm-hmm. Also going off of these names, I'm assuming Black? Not all of them. Not all of them. Oh, so, a mixed group. Well, Come on, Ohio. Um,
0: <laughs> Marvelous...
1: Marvelous is black.
0: Was some kind of brown.
1: Some kind, okay, unknown brown. Okay, that's a black name.
0: He didn't look. (laughs) If he was black, he was very, very, very light skinned light complexion. Okay, but he was brown.
1: Okay, (laughs) so unknown brown. Unknown brown. I'd have to look. I'd have to look at the picture to verify for you because black people can clock blackness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I haven't seen any pictures.
0: Heather Nicole Matthews, white.
1: I was, you know what, that was the name. I was like, that could be a white girl.
0: Demarcus (laughs) and Laura were both black. black.
1: That makes sense. Demarcus and Marvelous, I immediately called as black though. So I love us. (laughs) <laughs> Christmas Eve, 1992 Christmas Eve, 90,
0: Our first, The first victim is Joseph Wilkerson Okay In the early hours of Christmas Eve Laura Taylor and her boyfriend Marvelous Keen put in play A plan to rob a man Taylor figured would pay them For sex Okay Taylor called Joseph Wilkerson 34 Okay. And promised him an orgy
1: Christmas orgy, I guess.
0: As part of the plan, the couple recruited 20-year-old Heather Nicole Matthews, who had been released from prison a few months prior.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: As Wilkerson was bound to the headboard in his bedroom with electrical cords, the trio scoured the house for valuables, and they found a thirty-two caliber.
1: Oh, no. Okay.
0: Uh, <clears throat> this is the gun that Keane uh, eventually used to shoot Wilkerson in the chest. Mm-hmm. The three ransacked the dead man's house, stole his car, and used it to hunt for more victims.
1: So December 24th, you set up a Christmas orgy. Homeboy's like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can do this on Christmas. Yeah, Happy holidays Mind to me. You.
0: A 16-year-old is arranging this orgy. This
1: is the real gag, because in this entire, I'm um, the four people in this room, there's a minor. Yeah. So you've got statutory rape. Mm-hmm. You've got murder. You've yeah. got uh, theft. And yeah. you've got Christmas orgies. Yeah. What a what a sad way to go.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I'm now. Just,
1: I'm sad that you're coming in for an orgy. <laughs> you don't make it out. No. That's the sad. That's really sad to me. <laughs> he just wanted some for Christmas. Sexual
0: bucket list. Just like knocking it down. <laughs> what did
1: you do for Christmas this year? That, that fucked three people. Cool. Cool, man. What a holiday. Jesus would love it. You know Oh, what? That's sad. Oh.
0: So now we go to victim number two and survivor. Okay. Jeffrey White.
1: What? Is this the same Wright.
0: day? I keep saying Jeffrey White, even when I was typing it. Jeffrey Wright. Okay. Same day. So so still Christmas Eve. Yeah.
1: Ooh, these kids came in hot. All right.
0: On Neil Avenue, the group, which now included Matthew's 17-year-old boyfriend, DeMarcus.
1: Okay, so he's a second minor. Okay.
0: Found 18-year-old Danita Galette talking on a payphone. Mm. Danita was a senior at Patterson Cooperative High School And was a complete stranger to them.
1: Right, no idea who these people were. Okay.
0: At least one account in court would later say that she was shot five times for her fila shoes, her fila sneakers. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Um, taken from her was her shoes, a coat, and a backpack that they thought had money in it, but it only contained fifty cents. I
1: was gonna say like books, chapstick, pencils. Jesus.
0: The the group after they shot, um, Danita. They reconvened at Wilkers- Wilkerson's house. They so, took her
1: shoes first. Yeah, yeah And yeah. then they reconvened.
0: So the the real, I guess, like optimal moment here was that very first um murder that they committed mm-hmm. has now provided them like uh, a safe house or like a, oh, a place. Oh shit! So, like, they have a headquarters
1: for their murder spree, yeah. and nobody would expect them exactly even if they identified the suspects you would never expect them to be at this stranger's house yeah that's smart dumb
0: smart dumb (laughs) so this is important to later on in the story okay they invited two acquaintances over to hang out that night we have wendy Catrill and marvin washington okay so they're all having a good time and so this
1: is the four suspects the dead body's upstairs mm-hmm. and then two people come over yeah and they just killed the second lady at the payphone yeah got it and Sad. we're just gonna
0: have a kiki on christmas eve at a
1: get a roast person's house. you know get some potatoes going yeah i guess
0: so <laughs> that evening they attempted to claim one more mm-hmm. life and that was heather matthews ex-boyfriend jeffrey wright okay Smith had put four bullets into Wright's legs, according to the police, but he was able to escape to a neighbor's house and he later survived. Wow. So, we have two witnesses here. Catrill and Washington.
1: Oh, you're right. Okay. They
0: are unrelated to the killing spree right. whatsoever. They were just
1: invited to hang out. Yeah.
0: Probably thought that was Witness all of this. They probably were just like, wow, this is a... Uh really fucked up
1: i couldn't even imagine so your you you your friend invites you to a house you've never been into and then you go inside and they attempt to murder somebody yeah and you're just like watching
0: and so i almost imagine i i I almost see this as like they probably invited him over everything was fine Mm -hmm. and then there's probably an argument always it's christmas and then that's when shots fired always which i mean not not understandable in this situation, but like, I feel like that might be like a normal thing. Like somebody like, Shoots a gun at somebody if they're pissed off or whatever. In America, and, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's
1: classic. That's that's what Americans do.
0: And so it was the nineties.
1: Everybody had a gun. Um, like. keep in mind at this time, I believe in like this is unrelated to the story, but this just kind of shows where the nation was at the time. Mm-hmm. This is this is this is like the the nineties, the ninety two, ninety three, like in Denver specifically. Mm-hmm. That was the summer of violence. That's when yeah. we had incredible gang violence. This is also the early the beginnings, I believe, of the Clinton administration mm-hmm. where miss clinton where hillary referenced black men is like monsters that needed to be locked up this is that same Mm. timeline so the violence in america is it's not 70s violence it's not charles manson and jeffrey dahmer but it's still incredibly violent so this this totally lines up with what was happening
0: if i'm at a party and somebody all of a sudden is like shooting a gun i'm not saying anything i'm like oh wow that's really crazy and then like i'm like slowly kind of like
1: Oh, I step out on the patio to quote, unquote, have a smoke and jump the fence. Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. to house parties. Yeah, yeah. I've been to a couple of house parties where people have like whipped out a gun and I'm like too many, op- too much alcohol, too many drugs. I have to go.
0: Yeah. I- yeah this yeah, isn't yeah. for exactly. me. You, you, you get out of the situation. You just, you
1: leave the situation and it, and it's, it's so wild that that happened. And I, and also with this whole thing, right? You, you invite your people over to a stranger's house. They're probably yeah. drinking. They're probably yeah, yeah. partying. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah. yeah. Not, the homeboy might've had his house decorated. Yeah. They're opening his gifts. So sad. I I could hundred percent see it though. Yeah, they robbed him already. They've probably already gone through his gifts from like True. grandma. Truly, so
0: now we have Christmas Day, Christmas 1992. Day, ninety two. Okay. Victim three is Richmond Maddox. Okay. On Christmas Day, the sixteen year old uh, Taylor, okay, coaxed her old boyfriend Richmond Maddox, who is nineteen, from his parents' home, and the two left in Richmond's car with Keane, Smith and Matthews trailing behind him.
1: My mom never let me leave the house on Christmas. <clears throat> truly. Even when I was 19.
0: <laughs> Richmond, while driving, eventually spotted the trailing car, became suspicious and gunned the accelerator. You're right. Taylor put the same 32 caliber that was used to kill Wilkerson, John Wilkerson. Not John Jeffrey. That's yeah. a person that we know. Joseph. Jesus. <laughs> i apologize restate
1: that whole sentence yeah Yeah. because i was thinking the same thing i was like we know a wilkerson
0: (laughs) okay taylor pulled the same 32 caliber that they used to shoot joseph wilkerson placed it on his right temple and fired taylor was able to bail out of the car before it crashed onto benton avenue
1: that's wild and so taylor's the 16 year old girl right yes
0: and that's why, so with this, it's really interesting because you now have, um, Heather Matthews, ex-boyfriend who mm. they attempted to kill. And they now have, uh, Taylor's ex-boyfriend who they who they did kill. Who they did kill, yeah. So who she me, did kill. Who she did kill. Yeah. So it's really interesting. It's, it's obviously still a killing spree, but it almost with the relation to these people it almost sounds premeditated it's, it's like they wanted to kill these spree people
1: killing with weird intent yes it's like in, intentional intentional it, it sometimes occasionally intentional uh victims mm-hmm. but the whole thing is random yeah that yeah <laughs> also you have to remember that like i'm sorry i just tuck in here yeah. all of these people are still going through puberty yeah that's the gag for me Every single one of these kids is still going through puberty. The average man in particular goes through puberty until 23 years old. Yeah. Your brain is still growing. You should be sleeping 10 plus hours a day and like letting your hormones do what they do until you're 23, 24. So all of this stuff totally ties in with how random and irrational teenagers actually are. Wow. Sad. So now we're on December 26th,
0: 1982.
1: So on Christmas Day, they murder, she murders her ex and then mm-hmm. they take a little breaky break. Yeah. OK. And next day.
0: Next day, victim, our fourth victim is Sarah Abram. And we have a survivor. His name is John uh, Jones Pettis.
1: OK. Jones is a fun first name.
0: Uh, I couldn't figure out who uh, exactly walked into the shortstop mini mart okay. that day. which
1: perpetrator is that the word yeah okay (laughs) which
0: which three of them actually did it because obviously i think one of them was the getaway car somebody's got to keep the motor going. yeah um so three people enter the shortstop mini mart uh mini market and shoot clerk sarah abram and customer john jones pettis during a robbery Mm. abram dies five days later and pettis survives okay oh
1: no oh no not the deep breath (laughs) same
0: same day Um, victims five and six. We heard their names earlier. Wendy Cottrell and Marvin Washington. Okay. Realizing that Wendy and Marvin could implicate them in this killing spree because of what they had witnessed at Wilkerson's house. The day before. Keen decided he needed to clean up any loose ends.
1: And that is the brain of a child. That's a teenager because Mm -hmm. they didn't have the realization that they had witnesses. Mm Mm-hmm. For like a full 24 hours. 48 hours. hours 48 hours. So two days later, they're like, oh snap, that person might remember that we shot that guy in the Mm -hmm. legs. Wow. That's that's a kid. That's a developing brain.
0: So he went and picked up Catrill and Washington and just said that they wanted to hang out again. Um, they had been drinking beer with them, and he said that he needed to quote unquote take a piss. So they pull off into a gravel quarry. Ohio. And <laughs> when they stop, they were ordered to get out of the car, yep. led behind a pile of gravel and shot. Executed. Yeah.
1: There was yeah. Oh, teenagers, you yep. know?
0: <laughs> so that wraps up the killing spree. So let's uh oh end this on um what happened to them. So 72 hours after the first killing, Dayton police sergeant John Huber eyed a suspicious vehicle this the dodge shadow that was reported um stolen i didn't mention that no you didn't they stole a, <laughs> they stole a dodge shadow from the mini market
1: oh okay so it was a it was a double robbery it was like a vehi- mm-hmm. vehicle the and they were
0: ride. changing the thing to note too how they were able to evade so many times and avoid suspicion with you know um, vehicles they were uh exchanging the license plates
1: ah okay that makes sense so that's how they avoided so detection
0: pull up into a parking lot and switch the plates on somebody's car without them knowing. Yep. And then uh, they would just go out their day.
1: Oh, I've had my license plate stolen, immediately called the police department. And I was like, I just need you to know these numbers because if something pops up, it ain't me. Yeah. It is not my car. Yeah. I'm at home.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so when they were pulled over, Smith, Keen, Matthews and Taylor were all inside the vehicle. Of course huber called in for a plate check and when the registration didn't come back to the dodge shadow units closed in on them from all directions damn
1: right you um, damn right
0: after all the after all the violence that ensued with the, with these with this foursome of, of nonsense um <laughs> their capture was actually really uneventful Smith ran into a nearby house but was quickly captured while the other three, Keene, Matthews, and Taylor, were taken into custody without incident.
1: So they just, they gave up. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: Taylor and Matthews are now serving life sentences for murder at the Ohio Reformatory for Women in Marysville, while Smith is serving a lifetime murder sentence at the Mansfield Correctional uh, Institute Mm -hmm. on July 21st, 2009- marvelous keen was convicted in five of the killings and he was executed by lethal injection at the southern ohio correctional facility in lucasville
1: so the only one he didn't commit was taylor's boyfriend mm-hmm. he did all the other ones though yes wow yep and then was obviously tried as an adult
0: mm-hmm. and were the they, other they all ones? tried as adults so i think they were but i think because they were minors i I, I don't why know law life. i don't i think that's why they i think that's why they didn't get the death penalty they <laughs> I just got life in prison
1: <laughs> i just like that you're like i don't know if you know this but like i'm not a lawyer <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> i don't know if you're listening to this but like i don't know the law no that makes sense so yeah if you're 16 years old and you're felt you're you you murdered somebody mm-hmm. it sounds like they might have tried her as an adult but they didn't do the death penalty so they she got life, life in prison. prison that makes sense yeah. what a story
0: yeah it was um very alarming listening to that and i just all the sympathy for all the families involved because i can't even imagine that like there's not only did this person that you that you love so much they they were murdered and taken Mm -hmm. away from you they were murdered for nothing they
1: literally nothing for
0: for murder in general is just not okay but (laughs) they literally had no connection to these people they were just talking to somebody on the payphone on the street and they they were taken because somebody liked their shoes they were wearing
1: senseless murder is the most upsetting you you not that any murder can be justified like you said but Mm -hmm. it's the most upsetting one because it is so random and it's so dumb you Mm -hmm. got killed for your shoes yeah this is the the richest country in the planet why are we murdering each other for (laughs) filas oh maybe it's because economically, not all of us are doing the same. Mm-hmm. Not all of us have the same opportunity. So of course, it's just the thing that gets me about this and it would be interesting to look into it is like, obviously this was a spree killing that was that popped off by one person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm guessing that person was the authority and the lead of the group because he was the adult. Mm-hmm. He was the oldest one. Little, uh, still couldn't get you no beer. So I don't understand why he was the leader, but whatever. That was my thinking as a yeah. teenager. If you can give me some beer, then I'll listen to you. But if you can't give me no beer, yeah. I don't care about what you say. But like, they all just followed him yeah i am ima- that's marvelous right mm-hmm. i imagine marvelous was a very charismatic person it, and i imagine yeah. he had like i mean obviously I, is that a psychopathy in there there's got to be something there's like a social there's yeah. a sociopathy or something in there because he was just able to just murder yeah. without plan intention i mean unless it was something that he fantasized about mm-hmm. and didn't tell anybody i don't know but it's like You just got four teenagers to follow you around while you Mm -hmm. murder five people. And then your girlfriend killed her ex. Yeah. Like, so that's a Bonnie and Clyde. They were meant to be together kind of moment. I don't know. That's just really weird how they all just got sucked into his sociopathy, I guess.
0: Yeah. It's super, super strange. And then also
1: Christmas. Yeah. Do you think like Christmas Eve triggered it? That's the other thing. All four of these kids clearly didn't have like balanced safe home places. Yeah. If I was out on Christmas Eve, my mama would have whipped my ass. Absolutely. 16 years old, riding around doing what? It's Christmas Eve, you gotta come in here and clean these chitlins. That's Absolutely. what I was raised to. Like, <laughs> why would I be out riding around with my friends? Absolutely. So it's obviously, they came from unstable families and they didn't have like, anything to do for the holidays. So I guess you just go commit murder. Yeah. I guess. You guys, I'm here to tell you that like, you can do a puzzle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I read a, I read a recipe for making homemade eggnog. It sounds disgusting, but you yeah. could do that. Do that instead of murder. Yeah. <laughs> Ask for help. Ask for help. Ask for help. And again, tying back to like the mental health aspect of the holidays, you just have like a bunch of resources. Yeah. So I'll I'll list them again as we did last time on Ten Steps Too Far Thanksgiving Edition. Yeah. So we have the mental health resource substance Ab- sub. Mm? <laughs> we have the mental health resources substance abuse and mental health services. Yeah, it's a lot of words. That is one 1-80-662 help. Okay. And then you have NAMI 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 uh national association on mental illness yeah i'll just give you the crisis text that's seven four one seven four one text nami seven four one seven four one
0: yeah and how do you spell
1: nami n-a-m-i i said that really fast in as in national nancy a as in association Andy. <laughs> m as in mental mindy i as in illness isaac hey man you got a lot of names <laughs> happy happy holidays
0: yes merry christmas so usually we do this segment at the beginning of the episode but because this was a little heavy i well, want to do a fun game to end this off for us we're gonna spill a little tea for y'all we're
1: sending you into christmas tea teasing teasing <sighs> chris
0: i like it it's christmas, christmas teasing.
1: teasing all right <laughs> we're, we're gonna dumb. spill tea they get it do um they? do you want to go first <laughs> do you want me to go first again yeah, yeah, yeah. okay I get all the December episodes. Yeah. Yay me. All right. What accomplishment are you most proud of? Ooh. I thought this one would be good.
0: I think for me, I think the accomplishment that I'm most proud of would be, going back to college as an adult Yo. with a full-time job fuck yes and working on my degree hell as yeah an adult.
1: hell yeah that's definitely something to be proud of because i'll tell you what the hell i'm not doing right now <laughs> homework and textbooks it's hard i don't know how you're doing it it's
0: it's it's hard
1: and having a, during a pandemic
0: having a full-time job and going to school full-time is something that i don't think a lot of people can do <laughs>
1: and the gag is the people that i and know that, who are some of the most successful uh-huh. they're like a lo- i know a lot of adult women who like had kids and then yeah. they were like oh my kid's 10 she can go to school now yeah. i'm going to go back to school for nursing or something yeah. and i'm like you were a single mom of 3 kids mm-hmm. who was like doing night school and going to ballet and i'm like yo yeah. i don't know how you guys do it it's yeah. it's anybody who has a full time job and goes to school yeah. it, i god bless you
0: it's um and i and i don't say that like a, to be braggy no, or no, anything no, no, no. it's just literally you like you should be proud i it took me a while to figure it out how to like balance the schedules and do all that but now that i'm here i'm like wow i actually i do a lot Mm -hmm. like i am a very busy person
1: this is why when you get that overpriced piece of paper you're gonna be like god damn it i earned the shit out of this don't even
0: get me started (laughs) speaking
1: of before you ask my question how are finals
0: finals are good um they they were this week right yeah okay cool yeah uh they were good you passed yeah
1: hey man yeah one step closer
0: yeah one more semester down i have um two more semesters of electives before i can go into my they call it a cohort before i can declare my major so
1: that's amazing yeah and you you passed all your classes during a pandemic yeah you should be incredibly proud yeah so congratulations man thank you well thank you very much all right oh no mine shady boots no okay good (laughs)
0: what scares you the most
1: scares me um, so I have a I have a uh just illogical sense of failure. Okay. But it's um it ties into everything. Cause you can fail at anything. Yeah. I yeah, can yeah. fail at my job, I can fail at working out, I could fail at losing weight, I can fail in relationships. Literally it's fail. literally yeah. what drives me. So uh that's my biggest fear is failure. Even okay. though I fail all the time and it I don't handle it well because I'm a Taurus.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah i think it's with failure it's one of those things that like i think everybody you have to you have to accept at some point that um you're going to
1: fail yeah and, and that's
0: a hard lesson to learn that's
1: the lesson that i still in my mid-lineal early 30s age it's i it's uh i'm so i'm so i have such an aversion to failure that i don't even try stuff if that okay. makes sense no, no no so it's like Absolutely. i'm like oh i would i would love to do this thing i would love to start a company yeah. right and then because i'm a logical type a hard-headed stubborn Taurus, i immediately go through okay what could happen if i succeed what will happen if i fail yeah and then if the fails outweigh the success which the success is always better come yeah. on like when you succeed at something you want to do yeah. you always feel good about even it even if there's
0: <laughs> the way i look at it is that there are 10 ways that you're going to fail. Yeah. And there's only one way you're going to succeed. Exactly.
1: And then because I'm such
0: a life coach,
1: (laughs) college, whatever. (laughs) But then it's like, so then it's like, I have this, this, you know, this, this inability to like push myself. I'm so scared of failing that I don't even try. So my entire life, I haven't done anything. When people talk about their crazy stories through college, I didn't, I don't have a lot of crazy stories. I didn't do a lot of crazy stuff because I was like, Oh, if I do this, I could die in a drunk, drunk driving accident. Yeah, So I just didn't do it. So I've never, I don't live. Yeah. Which is, you know, that's fine. I'll get better at it with time. I just got to start pushing myself and like getting out of my comfort zone. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. This podcast is me getting out of my comfort zone. Good. Like you're hearing my voice. I don't talk to people. So you're welcome.
0: And I might have gotten you to agree to do um, video advertisements for the podcast. It's
1: just such a weird thing because I have a face for radio. I don't think so. I do, though. I don't think so. But I do. You have a pretty face. Oh, I didn't have said I was ugly. I just said it. was visual. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's how you get them. I know I'm fabulous. No, I'm just kidding. Like, it's just, I don't know. I don't like people seeing me or that's I'm getting that's out of my fair. comfort zone. Yeah, so yeah. that's my biggest fear. I wish I could be something dumb, like, well, no, spiders aren't my favorite either. Like, I don't fucks True. with Australian spiders. True. Those pictures. First off. What are you doing, Brenda? Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Why do you live there?
0: It's beautiful. And it it's beautiful.
1: Wall- wallabies? But
0: the, but the creatures are not worth it. Kangaroos? The arachnids are not worth Did it. Did you know
1: platypi? Okay, wait. Science exit. <laughs> okay. Platypus have um, bioluminescent fur. So they grow oh, They fun. glow in black light. Oh. we just discovered this like like two months ago
0: well yeah because he's like well, let's take this platypus, put it under black light
1: nobody does it but then uh i read an article about it and they were saying that when scientists go out like oh we're gonna take this university class we're going to the mm-hmm. amazon to discover a new mushroom or whatever they all bring blacklight, uh flashlight thingies now yeah. because there's so much bioluminescence on earth we're used to seeing it in the ocean yeah. we're seeing it all over the place there's all kinds of just trees that just glow and so they're trying to figure out who is it for is it for animals that can only see in yeah. like ultraviolet or whatever or is it for the plant is it a protective thing does the bioluminescence make things toxic we don't know yeah we're discovering every day yeah, yeah but yeah. platypi glow interesting very interesting they're very weird animals god was high yeah when he, that's fun when she created platypi that's fun
0: i like it it's fun well thank you for <laughs> listening to this episode of Sipping tea where we like to answer the questions that you never even asked.
1: <laughs> that's a good way. to. That's a good closing too. We're answering questions. You've never asked. And we're just telling you about it. <laughs> Make
0: sure to follow us on social media at Sip and T303. And if you are so inclined, you can follow me on Instagram at MVP Andy
1: i'm at my co plants your dog just scared the shit out of me that's fun he licked my hand and i didn't know he was coming that's fun that's
0: fun for him uh um, make sure to subscribe to us as well on all or on all on all of them would be fine on all on your favorite podcast streaming platform is that what it is yeah
1: okay do you want to redo this yeah let's do it
0: from the beginning for the exit yeah
1: yeah what's it called an outro yeah let's do it again okay Thank you for listening. Ah! Oh, well, thank you. I know, I said it weird. <laughs> as
0: soon as I said it, you didn't see my face I said it. I was like, mm. <laughs> Whose voice is that? <laughs> who, who said that? Oh, man. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sip and Tea, where we answer the questions you did not ask. Damn right. Um, make sure to follow us on all social media at SipandTea303. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, I am at MVP Andy,
1: And I am at MyCoPlants
0: yes you are and make sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast streaming platform just just stay updated on you know things and stuff and you get the episodes first you right yeah
1: listen to us answer those questions you never ask yeah tune in fun learn with us for us it is fun for hopefully
0: me. it's fun for you too
1: sure <laughs> okay bye okay, okay bye This
0: has been an MVP podcast. My Village Productions.